Episode 18, Where We Seek Refuge. This holy week for Christians and Jews around the world began with a blaze in Paris, it ended with bombings in Sri Lanka, and in the middle, we had to deal with a principled and constitutional dilemma in American government. We may think we live in separate bubbles in our various communities and countries, but each one of these events affects us all. How? Keep listening. Welcome to Peace Matters, a show that uncovers peace in our communities, our countries, and deep within our souls. I'm your host, Maya Mathias, founder of Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. Join me as I share three things in the show. One, stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Two, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. And three, updates on the peace-building work I do plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to InventiveLinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now, on with the show. Part 1. As the World Turns Stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. We've always lived with wars happening in one part of our world or another. In addition to the two big world wars of the 20th century, there have always been regional or national conflicts in places like Northern Ireland, Rwanda, or the Middle East. As a child, I remember watching stories about these wars on the evening news but only on the evening news. There was no social media or cell phone news notifications or that much 24-7 cable news for that matter to amplify or magnify these stories in my consciousness. So I could compartmentalize what was happening in these wars all around the world to that one part of my day in the evening news and I was able to hold them at arm's length. That's now becoming much harder for us to do collectively because we are constantly bombarded by the news of the day. Even if we tune out our news alerts, our friends will tell us about it in some way or another, or we will eventually drift onto social media and learn about these tragedies that are striking us at every turn. And so as a result, many of us are choosing to drown the news out because it's just too much. Or we may stop long enough to express some outrage, and then we move on. Because any other level of engagement that moves beyond that initial response is often too paralyzing for us. Our emotions can't handle it. Our psyche can't hold it. So we have been starting to seek refuge in a perverse way through our oblivion.
Part 2, Om is Where the Heart Is, Insights and Tools to Help You Cultivate More Inner Peace. Now, I ended the last segment by suggesting that we're now seeking refuge by being oblivious to the pain and suffering in the world in terms of wars and conflicts that don't affect us immediately. Because at our core, we are deeply emotional creatures. And when we are constantly bombarded by negative, depressing, or hopeless news, it puts us in a place of feeling helpless. We feel like there's nowhere to turn to. We feel like there's nowhere we can find our peace in. And to compound that problem that we're dealing with individually and collectively, the thing is, we still think of certain places and spaces and institutions in our lives as places of refuge. But those places of refuge seem to be turning their backs on us. I mean, this week, it was as literal as a cathedral going up in flames, or a report by a law enforcement officer here in America that had held the promise of being a clear-cut answer one way or or the other, but yet the findings are throwing up more questions for some people than there are answers for others. And If you look at what's happened this week as a whole, our houses of worship and systems of government used to be places of refuge because when life overwhelms us, we pray, and we used to pray in large groups and congregations, and houses of worship used to be, and still are for many of us, those places of refuge where we can engage in prayer and hope for a better tomorrow. And in terms of our systems of government, we often don't think about them. I'm more conscious of it whenever I'm abroad, whenever I'm outside my home country, because if we were to get into trouble abroad when we're traveling or when we choose to live in another place for a number of years, when we get into trouble in those places, where do we turn to? We often turn to the embassies that represent our home country in that nation. So whether we want to admit it or not, we do find these things in our lives, these religious institutions, these houses of worship, these systems of government, as places of refuge, and in many cases, places of last resort. If I think about the Sri Lankan bombings that just happened about 24 hours ago, I can only imagine what the foreign nationals who are on holiday there are having to deal with now. What's the first place they turn to or their loved ones back home were turning to? They would have gone through the embassies or consulates in Sri Lanka to try to reconnect and find that refuge in the ability to reconnect and make sure that the other party is okay. So, It can be really easy to get numb to all the violence and corruption that these religious institutions or governmental institutions have been going through for decades in some cases. 
But they're also often our silent anchors, our places of refuge when there's nowhere else to go or nobody else to help us. So if some of these institutions are now seemingly too broken for us to feel like they're a proper refuge because of the scandals, because of the corruption, because of the poor leadership, what then lies ahead for them and for us? Well, as I think about it this weekend, perhaps I'm a little too wrapped up in the symbolism of this Good Friday and Easter weekend, but the answer that I keep coming back to is that of renewal. It's, this is a time for us to rise from the ashes of our mutual destruction or mutual apathy or collective oblivion. And it's time for us to notice wherever there's a glimmer of renewal happening in those institutions. For instance, whether the rebuilding of Notre Dame includes new voices, new opinions, new aesthetics into that rebuilding effort, whether the yellow vest protesters that are angry now that so much money has been raised to rebuild Notre Dame, but barely enough attention seems to be being paid to their grievances and their needs. Are those voices going to be included in the next iteration of French government? If there's a glimmer of renewal, for instance, in what seems to be lawmakers here in America being a little more thoughtful about proceeding with impeachment in an already divided nation. Or whether the glimmer of renewal happens in today, all of us simply caring enough to pray for bombing victims in a country like Sri Lanka, which for so many of us is on the other side of our world. These are moments for all of us to pause, to notice, and to cherish in each other. Part 3, News and Views, Updates on our peace-building work, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. As always, you can get more insights and links to this week's stories in my Peace Matters newsletter. If you're not already on the list, be sure to go to inventivelinks.com to subscribe. There's a learn more button right there on the homepage. When you click through, you'll learn more about what I put in each weekly issue of the Peace Matters newsletter. It includes the stuff I talk about in these podcast episodes, as well as some of the reflections that I share with you on my weekly Fridays for Peace live stream. One more thing before I sign off for today. I conduct life and leadership workshops online each month, and one of my favorite ones to lead is something I call Create a Meaningful Life in an Uncertain World. And what we've experienced this week has been nothing if not uncertain. There's been so much of unsettling news and confusion that's happened because 
of the fire at Notre Dame because of the bombings today in Sri Lanka, because of all the crazy stories and narratives that are coming out of the Mueller report finally being released here in America. And what I have found in my own life and leadership is despite all the chaos that's happening in the world around me, I've been able to find my path and find my center of focus through the chaos and to continue to wake up each day filled with a sense of deep meaning and purpose as I move through my life. So I've assembled my story as well as a collection of tools and resources that I've used to help me on my journey into this place of more meaning and purpose every day. And in a way, to borrow today's theme, this journey that I've been on has a lot to do with seeking refuge within myself because of the clues that my life's journey has given me and because of how those clues have helped me navigate into a space of so much more meaning in my life and in my work than I've ever had before. So if you're interested in signing up for this workshop, check it out. Just go to inventivelinks.com slash events. The next time I'm running it will be in early May 2019. And if you're listening to this episode after early May 2019, I will be hosting these workshops again. So be sure to go to inventivelinks.com slash events for more information about this Create a Meaningful Life workshop and to register. Alrighty, I'm going to leave it there for this week, this somewhat unsettling week. I hope you've been able to breathe into everything that's been happening and that you've been able to find your own pocket of peace through this chaos. Take care, everyone. Bye for now. You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support. Want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop, and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time, let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.